Hello, Defenders. We are continuing our chapter read aloud of The Tale of Despero. Don't forget, you can find your reading response journal at bit.ly forward slash VDPS project journal. Today, we are on to chapters 44 and 45 of The Tale of Despero. Chapter 44. Whose ears are those? Who's there? shouted Cook again. Despero wisely said nothing. The kitchen was silent. Hmm, said Cook. Nothing. It's nothing at all. Just my nervous Nellie ears playing tricks on me. You are an old fool, she said to herself as she turned back to the stove. You're just an old fool afraid of being caught making soup. Despero slumped against the spool of thread, and as he leaned there, his heart pounding, his paws shaking, a small, wonderful something occurred. A midnight breeze entered the kitchen and danced over to the stove and picked up the scent of the soup and then swirled across the floor and delivered the smell right directly to the mouse's nose. Despero put his head up in the air. He sniffed. He sniffed some more. He had never in his life smelled anything so lovely, so inspiring. With each sniff he took, he felt himself growing stronger, braver. Cook leaned in close to the kettle and put the spoon in and took the spoon out and blew upon the spoon and brought it to her lips and sipped and swallowed. Hmm, she said. Hmm. She took another sip. Missing something, she said. More salt, maybe. She put the spoon down and took up an enormous salt shaker and sprinkled salt into the kettle. And Despero, feeling emboldened by the smell of soup, set again to pushing the spool of thread. Quickly, he said to himself, rolling the spool across the floor, do it quickly, do not think, just push. Cook whirled the salt shaker in her hand and shouted, who goes there? Despero stopped pushing. He hid behind the spool of thread as Cook held the candle from the stove and held it up high. Hmm, she said. The candlelight came closer, closer. What's this? The light came to rest directly on Despero's big ears sticking up from behind the spool of thread. Ho, said Cook, whose ears are those? And the light from the candle shone full in Despero's face. A mouse, said Cook, a mouse in my kitchen. Despero closed his eyes. He prepared for his death. He waited, reader, and waited, and then he heard the sound of laughter. He opened his eyes and looked at Cook. Ha, oh, said Cook, ha, oh, ha, for the first time in my life, I'm glad to see a mouse in my kitchen. Why, she asked, am I glad? Ha, <laughs> ha, because a mouse is not a king's man here to punish me for making soup. That is why. Because a mouse is not a king's man here to take me to the dungeon for owning a spoon. A mouse. I, Cook, am glad to see a mouse. Cook's face was red and her stomach was shaking. Ho, oh, ho, she said, and not just any mouse. A mouse with a needle tied around his waist. A mouse with no tail. Ain't it lovely? She shook her head and wiped at her eyes. Look, mouse, these are extraordinary times. And because of that, we must have some peace between us. I will not ask what you are doing in my kitchen, and you, in return, will tell no one what I am cooking. She turned then and went back to the stove and set down the candle and picked up the spoon and again put it in the pot of soup and took it out again and tasted the soup, smacking her lips together. Not right, she said. Still not quite right. Missing something still. Despero did not move. He could not move. He was paralyzed by fear. He sat on the kitchen floor. One small tear fell out of his left eye. He had expected Cook to, to kill him. Instead, reader, she had laughed at him, and he was surprised how much her laughter hurt. Chapter 45, Some Soup Cook stirred the soup and then put the spoon down and held up the candle and looked over at Despero. What are you waiting for? She said. Go, go, go. There will never be another opportunity for a mouse to escape from my kitchen unharmed. The smell of the soup again wafted in Despero's direction. He put his nose up in the air. His whiskers trembled. Yes, said Cook, that is soup you are smelling. The princess, not that you would know or care, is missing. God bless her good-hearted self. And times are terrible. And when times are terrible, soup is the answer. Don't it smell like the answer? Yes, said Despero. He nodded. Cook turned away from him. She put the candle down and picked up her spoon and started to stir. Oh, she said, these are dark days. 
She shook her head. And I'm kidding myself. There ain't no point in making soup unless others eat it. Soup needs another mouth to taste it, another heart to be warmed by it. She stopped stirring. She turned and looked at Despero. Mouse, said the cook, would you like some soup? And then, without waiting for an answer, she took a saucer and spooned some soup into it and set it on the kitchen floor. Come closer, she said. I don't aim to hurt you, I promise. Despero sniffed. The soup smelled wonderful, incredible. Keeping one eye on Cook, he stepped out from behind the spool of thread and crept closer. Go on, said Cook, taste it. Despero stepped onto the saucer. Soup covered his paws. He bent his head to the hot broth. He sipped. Oh, it was lovely. Garlic and chicken and watercress, the same soup that the cook had made the day the queen died. How is it? said Cook anxiously. Wonderful, said Despero. Too much garlic? said Cook, wringing her fat hands. No, said Despero. It's perfect. Cook smiled. See, she said, there ain't a body, be it mouse or man, that ain't made a little better by soup. Despero bent his head and sipped again, and Cook stood over him and smiled, saying, Don't need a thing, then? Is that what you're saying? It's just right? Despero nodded. He drank the soup in big, noisy gulps, and when he stepped out of the saucer, his paws were damp and his whiskers were dripping and his stomach was full. Cook said to him, Not done already, are you? Surely you ain't done. You must want more. I can't, said Despero. I don't have time. I'm on my way to the dungeon to save the princess. Ha ha, Cook laughed. You a mouse are going to save the princess? Yes, said Despero. I'm on a quest. Well, don't let me stand in your way. And so it was that Cook held open the door to the dungeon while Despero rolled the spool of thread through it. Good luck, she said to him. Ha <laughs> good luck saving the princess. She closed the door behind her and then looked, then leaned against it and shook her head. And if that ain't an indication of what strange days these are, she said to herself, and I don't know what is. Me, cook, feeding him out soup and then wishing him good luck in saving the princess. Oh my, strange days indeed. <laughs>